1: Morning, church. Great to see you today. We're doing something a little bit different today. Um, Rather than me standing up and simply preaching, I'm going to talk to to a bunch of different people about just how they've responded to the uh, changes in community that we've experienced. And this morning we're starting off with someone who's become a vital member of what we do. He's vital because he's the man behind the camera. And without him, uh, those that are on the other side of the camera wouldn't be seen at all. Pips uh, started off this year and he, he volunteered a day a week to do some video work for us without realising what he was actually getting himself in for. You know, we were praying. What happened is God worked on our behalf, got him to say yes, and then the coronavirus came along. And now, instead of volunteering a day a week, I think he gets one day a week off. So, um, but Pip's with us now. We're going to talk to him. You'll get to know him a little bit better. So tell me, Pip, what triggered this idea of volunteering a day a week? Well, I mean, it all kind of started. Back
2: when, just before Christmas, we did all the sort of, you know, not just another story videos, sort of talking to different people, getting their story, putting on for video. Uh, and I guess for me, video is just this incredible medium where you can you can talk to people, you can share it. It's, it lasts a very long time. It's yeah. this really fantastic method, I guess, of sharing content. And sort of, you know, uh, along the way, sort of had this, I guess, feeling and idea that... I could probably do a bit more with that in terms of the church, and the church would probably benefit quite well from it. Uh, And so, yeah, so I volunteered a day a week just because, you know, having that regularity means that things could happen and things could be achieved, and then obviously it worked out quite well. So obviously
1: God's planning a day, a day a week at first seemed like a lot of time uh, because we were just doing an occasional video here and there and then all of a sudden it's blown out to we're doing a lengthy production mm. every single week. How, about how many hours a week would you spend, you know, uh, editing and, and filming and things like that now? Um, it's probably about 30 a week. Thirty that's, hours a say. week. Yeah, a lot so lot it takes say. about thirty hours for us to get the outcome that people look at on Sunday morning.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, that will it'll vary because we've had yeah. a lot of setup stuff and all the sort of groundwork. You know, filming all of the music the other week that was you know, quite yeah. a lengthy thing, and all the editing for that. But as that's done and those individual songs are finished, that about will reduce time a bit. So it's not
1: always thirty hours, but yeah. Yeah, it can take it, but it it, it's just good for people to know this doesn't happen just in a in a moment. It takes a lot of work, a lot of effort, yeah. Absolutely. And you need skills uh, even to do it in thirty hours a week. You need to know what you're doing to get it down to that time. Yeah. And, and, um, and you yeah. need other people as well. You know, we've got Shannon doing design, and
2: Tim mixing all the audio stuff, and you know, there's a big team behind it. Even just Trent and Sarah organising it all yeah. makes it all work. So. Yeah,
1: it takes a lot of people. On behalf of everyone watching, we want to say thanks. Um, As you say, there is a big team of people doing it. You just happen to be on camera at the moment. Um, But, you you know, without you, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing. And so we just want to say thanks for for that. Mm. Just uh, a few weeks ago, Easter Sunday, there was just a brief little uh, interview that you Mm. did about uh, Open Your Eyes, a new song chorus that was written. It was a collaborative effort. Just tell us uh, just a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it kind of started as just a chorus. Tim had this idea for a song and sort of brought it to a few of us. We, we just sat down and spent an evening yeah, writing a song uh, and uh, I ended up writing a lot of the verses sort of working with the guys there and we were sort of sitting there thinking about this kind of chorus of open my eyes, open my eyes to your glory I my eyes to see a face and really searching for God's presence. Uh, and over the sort of weeks leading up to it, i have been listening to a lot of sermons on the presence of God and kind of this. Often, you know, you get that theme that develops in your in your life and that had sort of developed in there. And so I was sitting there thinking about this, reading through various passages of scripture from, you know, the Psalms and uh, where there's just these people enamored with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really searching for that presence of God. But the, I guess the kicker was that the theme that had come out of all of his sermons and messages was that God's always there. Uh, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, God's always present, and it's literally just sometimes you're too blind to see that. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's really where the song comes from. You know, Your first verse, it opens up just looking at the world and looking at the presence of God in the world and mm-hmm. uh, in nature and just everything that makes you cry out for him. Yeah. And in the second verse, you know, it really talks about that moment where you realize God's there. Uh, you're just caught up in the majesty of God. Uh, and at the end of it all, in in the final verse, it, the, I think the last two lines of the final verse just resonate with me every time. And it talks about, you know, falling on your knees in worship mm-hmm. and falling on your knees in praise. Mm-hmm. And just this, you know, at the end of the day when you encounter God, that's the only result that, that there can be. Yeah. is worshiping God, praising God.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just just your words and knowing what's behind the uh, the words uh, makes a significant difference to the value that's communicated through the song. And um, of course, there are many songs that are written, uh, but hearing the story behind it makes it an amazing uh, makes an amazing difference. And uh, there was four of you. Yeah, I, I think it was Tim, Josh, Katie, and myself. Yeah, everyone wants copyright. Uh, <laughs> Uh, rights and um, royalties. Apparently, is that? Yeah, yeah. I think Tim wants the lion share. But uh, Tim wants the lion share he wants of the royalties, God. and he wants that's God, that's fine. Yeah. It's um, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, the royalties are yeah. minuscule, and but um, yeah. I mean, that's okay. The main thing is this, though. Uh, people are getting closer to God as a result of the song you've written. So, Absolutely. thanks to all of you guys for what you've done. Thanks also to for all the work that you're doing to make this uh, make this all work. Good on you, have a great day. Well, Sarah, the year started off a little unusual for you, hasn't it? Um, yes. Start of the year, you and Trent decided to pay school fees for your children to go to school. Now you've got your children at home and you keep paying school fees. Tell me, how's that all working out for you? So
3: exciting. <laughs> no, <laughs> really. Uh, it's a challenge, absolutely, having four of us at home. Trent and I are working from home most of the time. The kids trying to do schoolwork is a challenge. You know, we have um, really dodgy internet connection at the best of times anyway. So um, having the four of us online all at the same time is quite tricky. But, you know, it is what it is.
1: At, I'm. I haven't heard Trent complain too much about your internet connection, but I'm sure that really aggravates him.
3: It does. It does.
1: <laughs> so tensions okay at home. Tensions not too many okay. arguments. No,
3: we've split our offices um, at home. So I'm working from the bedroom. Trent's working from the kitchen. Um, so yeah, it works okay.
1: And the boys, where do they?
3: They're spend in their, their
1: day? rooms. Each in their own room. Each so, in their yeah, own room. So the yeah. young families. All together but separated, maintaining social distancing.
3: That's it. Very
1: good. So, Sarah, you're also uh, continuing to operate our social media profile. Tell me, what are you trying to achieve with all of that?
3: Really, we just want people to feel connected. Obviously, we can't get together on a Sunday. And so to have a place where people can feel like they can chat, share ideas, um, pray together, encourage each other, you know, put a laugh, something up that everyone can laugh about, just a, a, a position where everyone can be together and, yeah, an attempt to try and stay connected.
1: Very good. And what Resound Connect, yes. tell me, what, what is it? How does that work for people?
3: Um, So it's just an extra group that we've added to our Facebook page where people can um, ask to jump in. And yeah, anyone can submit, you know, we'll put other information that just relates to our church on there as well. But again, just that place that people can connect together. I guess it's like the foyer. Um, at church on a Sunday. It's a position and a place where people can come in, chat together, you know, get to know each other a little bit more. and, and,
1: and So it's meant for people in our church. It is. Yeah. yeah. And uh, people can share their thoughts, their yep. passions, yep. their yep. prayers, whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. So we all need to get involved in it if it's going to work so that we yep. can stay connected. So yep. it doesn't matter what age you you are, you can connect, connect to Facebook. Yep. Uh, or Instagram or whatever else
0: That's hey right.
1: thanks for spending some time with us
0: thanks.
1: Um, so Trent we just heard from Sarah you've been locked in
0: the kitchen yeah. all week. I didn't know I was locked in the kitchen. Um, I'm worried about being locked in the kitchen because that's where the food is and the coffee. So um, a
1: combination of being in there with all the food, does that mean you do all the cooking as well?
0: No. No, we've got the kids on domestic. Sarah doesn't ever write a right of
1: reply because she's already
0: had her opportunity. Yeah, I could say anything, couldn't I? You could say anything. Yeah, somehow she got the study that we set up in the bedroom <laughs> and the nice desk and everything, and I'm between the dining table and the kitchen apparently. So, um,
1: yeah. Ah, oh, very good, yep. and sad to hear you've got terrible
0: internet connection yep. at home. I think it's affecting probably heaps of people at the moment, but yeah, anyway, is, yeah. Yeah, So
1: you really just good. get mad at the computer and the phone and everything else in the process? No,
0: I've set up my computer so I get high-speed internet, and I've slowed Sarah's down. <laughs> so <laughs> no, okay.
1: You might not be in the kitchen for much longer. <laughs> you do have a dog, and there is a thing called the dog house, and <laughs> the way you're going, I think you'll probably end up there. Possibly. Tell me, uh, so you, you you job split. What I mean by that is you're working, you know, fifty percent of your time for the national church, fifty yep. percent for the local church. Um, we're, we're in a whole different season now. Yeah. Um, tell tell us about how that's going. How's that working?
0: Yeah, I, I guess it changed really quickly. Um, you know, just in a couple of days, we went from. Just doing things normally, both church-wise and planning services, and and all that sort of thing, and nationally, just helping and supporting churches across the country to suddenly reacting to a, a whole bunch of change really quickly. So mm. uh, I think what's been really great is to see how everyone generally has responded to rapid change. Mm. Uh, I think it's encouraging to go, it is possible to do something really quickly when you've got no other choice. Yeah, um, we, we had no other choice. So, um, yeah, I think it's going all right and it's amazing, I think, to see how people have adapted given the, the change that we're rapidly in now.
1: Yeah, and every week, Billy, now you're uh, helping sort out some sort of filming schedule. We do that yep. here in the theatre. And um, what what is it
0: you're trying to communicate to people? I think the biggest thing is that, uh, you know, we could, there's so much content out there. Hmm. We, we could take stuff from all other churches, but we want to be Resound Church. And so in how we're recording and doing messages and, and the feedback I think we're getting too is that, it's us, it's who we are as a church. Mm-hmm. So we could produce something and make it wonderful, which I think we're doing an incredible job, but ultimately we want our church to be our church. And when we're coming together, whether we're watching it on Saturday or Sunday in our pajamas or, um, you know, like we normally would, that we feel together. And, and that's our goal, I guess, to, for people to feel well, we're in, at our church. Yeah. yeah, and uh, Pip's been a godsend, hasn't he? Yeah, it's been incredible. It was interesting, We, you know, he volunteered a day a week at the start of the year. I don't think he ever expected to be in this place, but God, yeah. too, has lined that up somehow, which is incredible. It's almost yeah. almost reversed around, hasn't it? Like, he, he volunteers to have one day
1: off a week now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. worked yeah. out really well for us, yeah. just yeah. at the right time, God provided. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hey, thanks for your time today. No problem. Good idea. Thanks. So, Britt. Just a couple of weeks and there's going to be a new Scampton uh, household member. How do you feel yes. about all of that?
3: very excited, very nervous and not sure I'm ready for the lack of sleep, to be honest. Okay. But it'll be fine.
1: And so you're going to hospital, you're going to have a baby. We don't need to go into details about how that happens. Yes. Uh, but from what I've heard, uh, you'll be out of the hospital within a few hours and home. Is that right?
3: Yeah, that is an option for us to get out as quickly as possible, which is what we're aiming to do um, as there's no visitors at home.
1: So you probably at, at want the hospital. baby out as quick as possible as well, is that true?
3: That would be an answer to prayer, yes. <laughs> Yeah,
1: <laughs> yes. very good. Well, we look forward to welcoming that new member to your family at some point soon and um, we've got a reinforced chair at the moment just holding you, which yeah. is really good. it's
3: good, extra support.
1: Tell us about Resound Kids. Uh, obviously, you started the year out... You planned, you did a whole lot of things in preparation for the year, and then all of a sudden kids stopped coming to church. How have you responded?
3: Yeah, so we do all our own curriculum here at Resound, which is really exciting, and obviously that changed once um, we went online. So we're still working through that. We're still creating our own curriculum and we're getting our leaders to film um, object lessons and activities so that our kids still feel like they are a part of Resound Kids, um, which is really important to us. We want them to feel like we're still going and that we're still here for them.
1: Good. I'm a parent, so I've got four children. Yes. And some grandchildren. What what can I do to help you to achieve what you wanted with Resound Kids?
3: Yeah, well, I'm actually really excited about our families being at home together because on a Sunday morning, we only get an hour and a half with them. So parents have um, so much more time now to spend and invest time into their children's um, Christian walk and faith. And so I just encourage parents to take the time, watch our videos with them, And then talk about it, chat about it at their dinner table, chat about it as they're eating lunch and do the activities with them. We've got heaps of things for them. We want them involved and sharing with us as well. So, yeah, just doing it as a family would be really great.
1: And I've seen some of the leaders' challenges being played and they're quite humorous good entertainment for us. It'd be great for the parents at home with kids to to do some funny, silly videos so that they can share with their friends as well. And it doesn't have to be perfect. And I know most people don't like the camera, but it can all add to the environment of fun and excitement that the kids are enjoying. Just parents need to remember that kids need them yeah. Uh, need them to get themselves online yeah. it's all right for youth they, they've got access but um, that's right especially children need their parents to help so yeah. hey you're doing a great job thanks. and we look forward to welcoming the new baby soon thanks thank brad you. See ya. so ruth how's it going
4: it's good thank you
1: apparently you're spending a lot more time at home than you normally spend and and your husband too has stopped traveling which means the two of you are locked up in the house together is that going okay
4: praise god it is
1: it's going it okay. It really is
4: okay. Yeah. yeah. And
1: uh, what about cooking? You're cooking at home too?
4: I'm cooking more than I've ever cooked in the last 33 years of our marriage. Yeah. My husband thinks it's wonderful. Does he? I think has
1: so. he Has he said that? I don't know. He, yeah, no, he either has or he hasn't. I don't know if he has said that, but it is true that you're cooking more than normal. Yes. Is that right? It is true. Yeah. And we're getting through together, are we, we?
4: are. Yeah. We
1: are. Um, I've heard that you've been missing people. Is that correct?
4: Oh, yes, very much so. I am a real people person and just not being able to see people has been really hard.
1: Yeah, so you're enjoying isolation?
4: Uh, No, my personality doesn't enjoy sitting back. Look, I'm getting emotional because of you. Um, No, I... Can't say I'm enjoying isolation, I'm embracing isolation.
1: Okay. And you're looking forward to the day when you can get back and see the people at the at thirteen thirty and everything else?
4: Oh my goodness, when I come back we're gonna have the biggest party ever. And uh yeah, I'll be dancing down the aisles and beware there will be lots of hugs. Lots and lots of hugs. Okay,
1: well it may be twenty twenty one before you can hug people because I think social distancing will be in place for quite some time yet. So let's just take it easy. Just take it easy. Is there something you want to say to the church?
4: I think what I want to say to the church is um, I'm just so proud of everybody. I'm proud of the team that has put the service together. I'm proud of the team that's working really, really hard behind the scenes. But I'm also proud of our church people because I know each one of you are rising up and just – um, phoning people, connecting, looking after and that's what really matters. You know, the church isn't the building, the church is us and we need to be um, loving on one another, caring for one another and if that's by a Zoom call or a phone call or um, whatever way we can, um, I just encourage you to continue to do that and I'm really thankful that so many of you are already doing that and making people feel really um just feel
1: like they've got somebody to connect with. Yeah. We we sum up the values of the church in the word grace. Obviously, we need to keep exhibiting grace to one another because mm-hmm. we're at home so much together. Yep. Um, but but those uh, five words, generous, relational, authentic, compelling and encouraging, uh, they're values that we need to practice at home as well as in our church and in the community. And um, it's, it's an important thing for us to do. Uh, obviously, people staying at home. Uh, sadly, domestic violence is increasing. Yeah. Stress and tensions increasing. Um, not just in our house. Um, not talking about us, but but you know, it's it's, it's a serious matter across across the world yeah, now, and we need to continue to exhibit grace. Yeah. I'm going to take a few minutes and just read to you from Acts chapter two, verse forty-two to forty-seven. It says this. All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper, and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. But all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. They worshipped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper, And shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. For me, there's many things in this passage of scripture that are important for us to be reminded of. This passage of scripture comes straight after the day of Pentecost where 3000 people were saved. Um, of the many people that were saved, uh, that, that many of those had travelled from other countries to be in Jerusalem for a particular large event. And so uh, they travelled with the money that they had, the resources they had. And having arrived in Jerusalem, they actually stayed longer than they planned to. They, they were staying, uh, outstaying their, um, their visitors' welcome, if you like. And so as a result of that, when their money ran out, uh, the local people, the local Christians, actually all contributed to help those people stay for longer what did they do and why did they stay so much longer well they stayed so that they could learn more about jesus the messiah and and, and as we understand that they gathered together in the temple but also in people's homes now we know that we can't gather together at 1330 as we would normally do and that now we're confined to our homes and those four things still remain and they're good things for us to do number one to learn more about what the bible says the apostles teaching came from the Old Testament. It was interpreted to them by Jesus as as he walked on the earth. And, And what we need to do is continue to read our Bibles and learn more. It will help us to face the challenges we're currently presented with, but it will also change our values and enable us to become more like Christ in the way that we live. Uh, they committed themselves to fellowship. Now, with fellowship, it's about socialising, it's about relating, and it's about connecting. Um, We need to continue to fellowship despite our social distance rules, despite the fact that we're expected to stay in our homes, and the best way for us to do that is through social media or through a telephone. Uh, You can still pick up a telephone and speak to somebody, and it will make a great difference to the sense of uh, social interaction that they have. The third thing they did was they shared together in meals. Uh, we shared shared together in meals at our own homes, obviously. And and the point of sharing together in meals is not just to eat. It's the relationship that is built around the meal. And I want to encourage you, as you're spending time at home together, think of things that you can talk about that you may not normally talk about. The rush that life uh, presented to us in the past is is just about all gone. In other words, you can sit at a meal knowing that you don't have to rush out after the meal any longer. You've got time to sit and to talk, Uh, ask questions of one another, get closer to one another and exhibit care for one another. And finally, there's this word prayer. Now, prayer means many different things to many different people. Uh, But for me, in this context in particular, prayer is us taking the burden that we're carrying To Christ in the hope that not only will he hear what it is that we're saying, but that we will, if you like, be relieved of the burden that we're carrying. Uh, It's important this time and age, you know, whether we realize it or not, stress levels are increasing because of our changed circumstances. And through prayer, through talking to Christ about what we're going through, we actually relieve ourselves of some stress. We present to him our requests and he helps us in the time of our great need. And, uh, you know, we're very fortunate in our nation, especially even in our response to the coronavirus and the way things are improving for us. Uh, Yet there are many other countries that are going through devastation. We need to pray. We need to pray for a miracle vaccine. We need to pray for a miracle in their circumstances. And we need to pray that somehow God is exalted through all this that's going on. I just want to encourage you. uh, This is a great time for us to be growing in our relationship with Christ. I know Ruth and I have grown closer together because we've spent so much time with one another lately. I'm not travelling, Ruth's not travelling. We're fortunate we've got a large enough block of land that we can get some distance from one another and that's okay from time to time. Uh, But I want to encourage you, do what you can. Grow closer to one another while you can. Grow closer to God while you can and may this time be profitable for all. Let me just pray. Father, I pray right now, for people in their homes as they're listening to this message, just move by your Holy Spirit, touch them, help them as they gather together, as they pray, as they eat meals together, as they fellowship with one another, and also as they learn more what it is to be a follower of Christ. Just bless them, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Mm-hmm. Hey Ruth, thanks for joining us today. I'm looking forward. What's on the on the menu for tonight?
4: Um Probably steak.
1: Steak? Are you bragging or are you real? Is I'm, this, is I might this, be
4: bragging. All right.
1: So you're making it up. So toasted cheese sandwiches again. Yeah. That's only five times this week. Hey, yeah. that's all right. I thank God for what you do. Have a great day.
0: Hey, what a great message. Thanks for joining us here at Resound Church. We pray that you've been encouraged through the message and that you've grown just a little bit closer to God. While you're online, why don't you head over and give us a like on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website at resound.church. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or head over to our website resound.church forward slash app to grab our app which will keep you up to date with everything going on. Well, don't forget next week there'll be another amazing podcast here to listen to from Resound Church. We hope you join us then.